Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based radio show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content. So here's a little bite of what I'm all about for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor. It's my weekly podcast. So this week, I'm so excited. We have on the most delicious human being like in the world. Her name is Chanel Omari, and you probably, if you are a true Bravo fan, such as myself, and also such as Sean Kilby, who is actually also on this Taste of Taylor with me, um, Sean and I are huge, huge Bravo fans. I mean, I started watching since Bravo was a little baby infant and I was changing its diapers. Anyway, so there was a show on Bravo called Princesses Long Island, sadly, shamefully, it only had one season. It deserved literally 10. It was so freaking good, and I was a huge fan of it. I know Sean Kilby was as well. Again, we're both Bravo fanatics. And Chanel was actually, like, the girl on it. So it was, like, Chanel at the epicenter, and then it, like, kind of focused around, like, all her friends, and she would narrate it. And it was a fantastic show. Anyway, I love Chanel. Um, So I watched the show, and then Chanel and I connected, actually, at the facility. Yeah, Sirius XM Radio. When I worked there, I was auditioning, like, lots of different co-hosts, because I have this rotation of co-hosts. And I believe Chanel came in either on a Rob Shooter day, or she just came in on her own. I don't remember, but I remember we had, like, insane chemistry, and hit it off, and we kind of, like, Realized we knew like a lot of the same people. And so we've been Instagram friends. Yes, I know we live in a very weird world where you actually develop real friendships over social media. Anyway, we became like very cool. She brought in uh, Nick Hism, AKA Hizzy Nation. He was on the show, he was great. So finally, we got a chance to lock down Chanel and have some kiki and talk time with her. And she's just incredible. So she was on this reality show. So she talks about, you know, being on a reality show. She has, like, all these celebrity friends. She's friends with Lindsay Lohan. She's friends with Paris Hilton. She's friends with Jonathan Chabani Yogurt, my favorite person in the world. But she really, she's so interesting. She's really in the industry. She works in radio. She busted her ass to get into radio. And um, she just recently had this article with Daily Mail where she talked about body image and how much she struggled with loving herself and loving her body. And, you know, she's been like a size zero and a size two. And now she's a size 12. And she's learning how to embrace herself. So I decided to have Chanel to talk about that specifically. Because that is my number one, literally, the number one thing that is going to ruin my own life. Like, I'm going to blow my own life up about my lack of security. My self-esteem issues are literally crazy bad. I mean, Physically speaking, I'm like, I am so mean to myself. If I talk to anybody the way I talk to myself, I would hate me. 
or that person would hate me, which means I hate me. <laughs> anyway, I really am really tough on myself. I have massive body image issues. If you've listened to me for a long time, you know this about me. It's not something I'm proud of, but it's something that's honest that I struggle with. And here's Chanel, like, living it day by day in the present. And uh, she just, the way she explains it is just so inspiring and amazing. So I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I did. Girl, hey, good morning and hello. It is the Taylor Trekker Show. I am Taylor Trekker. I got my boy Sean Kill with me. Hey, boy, hey. Okay, guys, so right now I'm so excited. So we actually had Hizzy Nation on. <laughs> when was it? Like a month ago? Yeah, three weeks. Month. And my girl Chanel, Mari brought him in. And Chanel and I have been talking. First of all, Chanel. You guys probably know her. I know her from, and I know Shonda too, Princesses Long Island. Remember that gem of a show? <laughs> yeah. You was robbed. One season? One season. Bullshit. I know. It's complete bullshit. But anyway, homegirl after reality TV, you found yourself actually in radio. So now you work on Long Island yes. for... 106.1 BLI, which streams on the iHeartRadio uh, app and all over iHeartRadio. Yes. I'm doing a part-time show on air uh, Saturday nights, Sunday nights, and Monday nights, 7 to midnight. But I worked my way up. I had, listen, I'm not really a princess. I had to do the overnight shifts. You know how it is. Yeah. Radio. I mean, oh my God, you got to pay your dues like nobody's fucking business. And they want you to pay your dues. And if you come from reality TV, they even want you to pay your dues harder. Harder dues. I totally get that. Because there's a stigma, right? So we're going to talk about this amazing article that you wrote or that you were interviewed for for Daily Mail. And it's all about like, you know, the pressure to be thin and then just like learning to love your body, which is something I struggle with so much. And if we don't get all to it today, we we, we have to have you back on over and over again. Yes. Yes. And by the way, I just want to say, I feel so honored being here because I all the fans from Princesses and my fans in general love you. Aww. They were obsessed with the fact that I was coming today on the show. They were like, can we please sit in? We won't talk. We <laughs> love her. She's so cool. She's such a boss. And you really are. You just, you're, you're, you. you are, are the boss. definition of a what I want to be when I grow up. Oh my God. I swear Thank to God. You. Is that weird that I'm a fanning over you? No, right I'm actually okay. fantastic and okay. I love it. But I will say this. <laughs> Girl, I've, I don't I don't feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't because you feel you should feel amazing. I gotta tell you, we, I don't. we were listening. To, how is that? How I, is that possible? I, I don't. You're so beautiful. You're so smart. Oh you're so God. cool. I stop, stop. Every time I see her in Taylor, I'm like, can I hang? I'm like, can I hang out with her? Wish you let me hang I'm out. Yeah, yes. hang out. First of all, you wear that dress. I'll hang out with you. Uh, and I'll get you these dress. dresses, girl. What is that dress? Torn by Ronnie Cobo. She's a designer. She loves. And by the way, she's a fan of yours too. No shit. Swear to God, she gave me this dress. She's like. Oh, tell Taylor that if she wants, I'll hook her up. I'll hook her up with all the girl. Clothes. I will. Oh, I, got, I love you. it. You Thank look you. so good. Thank you. So do you. Wait. So I want to talk about yeah. this idea of like b- before we get into like loving your body, which I think is important, especially during this holiday, because this is the holiday where you are out in yes. the sun in the pool. Girl, I swear to God, I want to make everybody turn around before I get in the pool. That's really? what I want to do. That's how scared I am to be in a bathing suit around anybody you but myself. Can't. But you sh- you see, here's the thing. I felt the same way, but I don't agree with that anymore. Because I did this, th- so I did the piece on Daily Mail and I realized after reality TV, when I was doing Princesses, I felt like I had to be a certain weight. Yes. And I felt like if I was over that weight, and this is just the truth, it's not even shading anyone, that I would either not be on the show well, or... You, would, you wouldn't be recast. You wouldn't be recast or I just would disappoint the public. It's Right. about image and then I I went through a lot I, th- I went through being alone after the show you know because you have your 15 minutes of fame and everything's great and then when you don't have it let me ask forget you that. about you what is that like though so you're on a reality show for a year and it was a popular show very popular and then and then just 
goes away, you yeah. know? And so what, yeah, what does that feel like? It's so, it's such a, an emotional roller coaster because you feel like you're losing your self-worth and you don't know how to get it back well, you're anymore. you're also so young. So it's like you hit yeah. the pinnacle of I was going to say, now I'm 33, not that young. But yes, then I was young, yes. 26, and, 27. And then, and then it's like, well, what now? I hit the, I hit the top of the pyramid. Where yep. do I have to go? And that's the, right. And that the reality is they make you think you'll be famous forever, but really you have to take it in your own hands. And I didn't realize that at the time. Uh-huh. You know, I was learning. I was going through my growing well, you pains. you guys were at the very beginning too. I mean, yes. you like, I'm trying to think of like who your counterparts were because you guys were on Bravo. We were on Bravo. Yeah. Oh, we were after uh, Housewives of Atlanta, so we had a great uh, lead in. I think also it was airing 2013. It was right before the also the Kardashians. The Kardashians were the only one who was the only show, I guess, that was salacious, quote unquote, even though I don't think it's salacious. And I think they weren't it's ready not, it's for so us. It's so not salacious. But it's so not salacious. The, it's like, that, they, they, they're the executive producers, guys. They, they Everything <laughs> that we every see. Every single story. Is in their hands. Is yeah, in their exactly. hands. Exactly. But I think because it wasn't in our hands, we had to really go along with the politics. You know, there's a lot of politics in reality. I also do believe that in the world of Bravo, for some fucking yes. reason, young people shows didn't survive. The only one that did it was Vanderpump. And then once Vanderpump worked, then they could kind of like, you know, continue the formula. Like Summer House works exactly. now because I think they had Vanderpump rules uh, support. And I think that's what everybody does. They learn from, I don't want to say mistakes. I just think everybody learned from what they could do better. Could there unfortunately, be a princess's us. reboot? I wish. I'm try- I still try to keep on getting like Andy Cohen to do a uh, reunion, maybe something even on Netflix. Girl, but- yes, girl, yes. Queer Eyes on Netflix now, it's fabulous. Right? And it, it's so crazy because even sometimes the fans, it was on one season five years later. It was awesome. People are still resonating with it or it was they amazing. still love it. And you know, Newsday just did a piece on where are they now five years later. Which, which means is- people give a shit. Hello. But my mom was like, oh, that you're, that's embarrassing. Like, you know, five <laughs> years later, you're still talking about it. I'm like, well, it's my only claim to fame. I worked really hard for it. And you know what? You Fuck gotta, it. Yeah. I want to tell the people, like, what are you up to? They are really interested in it. Okay. So let's talk, though, yeah. about, like, when you were on, you tortured yourself to be, like, this, like, impossible size. Impossible and, size, And yeah. you were, you were like, the thinnest you've ever been. I was, like, yeah, 100 and, I would say 119 pounds. I've never been that in my entire life. Because that's I, what I was. Uh, that's actually what I was on my wedding day. And really? I'll never fucking get back there again. And I always, like, say, and I'm half joking, but I'm actually more serious than joking. I'm, like, I wasted my prettiest day on my marriages now no longer exist. What the fuck? Right. I and were, like, you, were you happy then? I honestly? was fucking miserable. I miserable. thought I was I'd like, too. you know what I always say? My whole life I felt that I look the way, the weight that I am finally now. I finally did it, people. Right. I finally matched what I thought I was on the inside. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is, no matter how thin I've been, I've never been happy with my body. It's like, I used to always like, I even say this to like models, which is fucking crazy and really embarrassing that I say this to people. But I'm like, I wish I could just like jump in your body, like go style and see yes. what it feels like to walk around in a bikini like you. Like you feel good right. walking around in a bikini? Like like, what is that, you know? But, but, but some people, you'd be surprised, they also have all of these little insecurities yes. and anxieties, and you think that, that they feel like they're perfect, and they're not. Yeah, because, like, even when I was my thinnest, right, and I was the princess of Long Island, quote-unquote, and everybody was giving me attention, I still felt so trapped, mm-hmm. and I still felt so bad about myself because I felt like it was never enough. And when you feel like it's never enough, yes. and you keep on competing, and you're in this race, how can you be happy? So where were you when you were, like, it was never enough? Was it, was it like... You were never, it, it was never a low enough number on the scale. Something about your body was never good I, enough. Yeah, what I was it? It was never like every time I would even meet with publicists or just producers or in general, everyone, mm-hmm. media, it was like, you're not thin enough. If you got, if you were even thinner. They would actually say this to you. Yeah. If you so were thinner, up. if you were skinnier, you might get the job or you might get, you know, if you take care of yourself, if you have an image. You, and I, I, 
fuck the image, excuse my language, but no. it's bullshit. You know when I was the happiest? When I ate and gained the weight, and you know when I, when I sat with myself alone and I realized and reflected, I need to love myself at any weight, at any shape, form, because you know what? No one else is going to love me, and I need to do it for myself. It's so important, and it's so such a important. hard thing. And Sean, do you guys go through this too, actually? Uh, yeah. It's not as bad, I don't it's think. Not, I don't but think it is. Thank you, know, you for, thank you for being honest, It's though. not as bad. Because I think guys sometimes, like, well, at least I'm watching a lot of Queer Eye, yeah. and they're like, it's just as hard for boys. And I'm like, shut up, Tan. It, it's not. No, it's not. It's just as hard for gay men. There. It's harder yes. for a gay man. They got to work out. It might be harder for a gay man than it is for a straight girl. For uh, real. You're right. You know what? For you're real. right. Because they have a lot of pressure, too. Straight like, men. Oh, my God. I can, you guys, as a straight white man in this yeah. country, you could be a black I can do whatever anything. I, want. I could probably run someone over with my car but, and just keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to do it literally. <laughs> you really are lucky. But even gay men have, or gay women have reached out to me and said you don't have yeah. you don't understand how important it is that you did this message because now I so feel important. less pressured and my parents pressure me too I mean a lot I love them God bless them but everybody around me and you know what I say yep. I need to love myself I'm good with my body you know what it might be embarrassing if we go out in, by the pool because you know we know the same people sometimes and those people can be judgmental girl what is with the fucking tri-state is, area uh, that, 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 if, the tri-state area fucked me up more than anything oh God, in my entire too. life maybe even more like I'll even tell you I was with the Vanderpump kids we yes. were talking about this and I didn't feel like bad about my body at all around them, and they're all perfect. But it's 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 more about like they're and I mean this with love, yes. self-absorbed. So they're too busy right. looking they at themselves. You look, right. They don't yeah. give a shit what I look like. Are you are you in front? Like. Of, are you in the, the way of the mirror? Because otherwise, <laughs> they're gonna look right past. But you. also, I feel like they've gone even more so through eye because they have more. They've had like now what they're in six seasons, and they've all all those girls have gained weight and lost weight, or like <sighs> Ariana told, was told her vagina was ugly. Right. You know what I'm saying? They've but all like, been vulnerable, oh, and they've totally. all done self-reflection. Like I believe all of them. And, you know, I don't know them personally, but I love them. I love the show. I support it. I think they've all gone through what I gone through. Where when you're in reality TV, and yeah. you've also been through it where it's kind of it's kind of messes with your mind on a smaller scale but yes i know what you're saying don't worry stay tuned she's probably gonna have her own show one day really soon on bravo you You need to it's it's happening but you know what's so crazy you say that and guess where i go immediately where oh my god i gotta (laughs) lose weight oh my god we actually had darren carp on she's andy cohen's assistant yeah i love her and one of our um one of our listeners love you girl called up and she said i have a question for darren and i was like oh what oh it's not not about me it's about darren she was like darren when are you gonna make taylor a bartender and watch what happens live and i was like but then i immediately went ah because i'm like i gotta i gotta lose weight and that's the thing is i was actually working on a reality tv show and I was probably at that time honestly 20 pounds 25 pounds maybe even 30 pounds lighter than I am now and I remember doing those like whatever the these audition you know pickups and I felt I kept thinking oh my god they're gonna cut me because and it was my show concept but I was like they're gonna cut me because I'm not thin enough I kept thinking that and I was like I'm not ready to do this I'm not thin enough they're gonna cut me I'm not thin enough and it was like this fucking things that go through your mind and that makes me so sad because you're such a brilliant woman with so much more depth than just thinking oh my god they're gonna cut me because of that that's the problem that's the conversation we need to start having that women that are as beautiful and brilliant as you and talented as you have to even think and me think that way when we should be confident say you know what we're not a size zero but we love ourselves and we feel good about ourselves and screw what other people think do i know it's easier think, said than easier said than done do but. you think that the time like when you were doing princesses which was how many years ago five years ago. five years ago yeah so five years ago do you think that those conversations would never happen 
in present day with producers and publicists and all that where, te- where they're telling you to lose weight? Because I feel like now there is a change. But is that... It, it, yes, I think because of the whole also Me Too movement and I just everybody kind of standing up for themselves and saying, yes. you know, we need equality. This is not fair to judge someone based on their size or their economic status or their background. I think now it'd be more acceptable, but back then I felt very alone. Like No, I... I, I, think I locked myself in a closet at times. I know that sounds scary, but not in a bad way, just like where I just didn't want to see anybody because yeah. I had to process this on my own. So how did you go from that dark place, literally, literally. to self-love? How do you get there? Because that's my biggest struggle, and the audience knows this. I struggle really? I so never think that way. much with my physical appearance. And I kind of got to a point where I just kind of said, fuck it. But you it. shit on everyone. This is so weird to me because you're so pretty. Oh, my God. I love you. But no, I'm, I'm not really, just saying no, it. You're you, gorgeous. You, you don't even need makeup. Literally must stop giving me compliments. But everybody, sh- her eye, I know your girlfriend's going to kill me, too. I'm sorry. With all due respect, but her eyes are popping out, and they're green, and she doesn't even you have do mascara. Have really what the hell is that? Eyes. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm just but telling I know what you. you mean. Like, it's easier said than done, right? I literally, but I kind of got to a point where, like, when I got out of my marriage and that whole world I was in, which was really tough on me <gasps> physically. Community. Also, you were married to a Jewish guy, right? Yes. That's the, I mean, I love my people. That's but the what? It's, it's just well, hard. Explain it. It's challenging. Explain it. So, because I'll tell you, okay, it's a so community. You, so you are a chosen person. I'm a, you are, you one are, of the are, you one of the, are you in the tribe? Yeah, I'm in the tribe. I Do I hate saying the chosen people? Because I think we're all chosen. We're all chosen. <laughs> we're all but you, liter- you are actually yeah, one of the well, chosen people. It's also a really hard but, responsibility. Well, tri-state area Jewish girls tend to be very, very, very thin. And, and, and I I'm mean, very I, judgmental. And I, well, it's I hard mean, to be in the I crowd. mean thin like as a compliment. Like I admired the way that they looked and I wish I had looked like them as well. And so I was my thinnest ever because I was surrounded by girls who were really, really thin. And so it, there are studies that support that if, like, your friends are, like, more full-figured, you probably will gain more weight versus if your friends are super thin. It, it, it's just, like, you it's know, lemon shit. Packs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. run in packs. But that's the thing. It's, like, not even with the – it's it could be – it's not even about a Jewish thing. I think it's about a community thing where you're living in the suburbs and you live in this lifestyle. I'm sure your ex-husband or some people expect this this – unrealistic well, thing about also, you. Also, girls in New York yeah. City, Jewish and or not, girls, are yeah. so skinny. They, They're that, so that, skinny. No, LA is about boobs yes. and blonde hair and New York is about skinny. All it, the time. That, that's like, that is like a New York staple and so living in that mentality can really fuck you up. It can you know? really screw you up. So then how do you get to this place though of self-love and self-acceptance? Because what I think I did is I, I kind of, so... Post, I, I gained weight while I was married, and mm-hmm. I was unhappy. But I was always unhappy, so what the fuck is different, right? right. But then when I got um, separated, I lost a bunch of weight because that's just like the divorce diet, yes. and that was great. But then if I could have just maintained there, I probably would have been okay. And I actually, for the first time in my life, kind of liked my body. Like, I was wearing shorts, even though I wasn't a, like a stick. I was like, embrace your curves. Or my girlfriend really helped me with that. Yeah. She loved my body. But then I gained some love weight. But then once I went past a certain number on the scale, and I'm so proud of you for telling your weight because I'm actually not comfortable enough to share my weight. But I yeah, I'm 148 now. Yeah, sorry. Sharing your weight, I think that, I think that's so powerful. And I actually used to be in a place where I would, yeah, and I won't no, anymore and, and, because and, and, I'm I I struggle with it so deeply. Of course. But honestly, Chanel, it's to a point, and I don't mean to be like Debbie fucking Downer at the no, end of the show. No, please, I love it's you. To a point where like even like my girlfriend and I will go out, and like I really struggle, and I get very paranoid, mm-hmm. and like I kind of get combative, and I I think that people are judging me or making or or think think I'm fat or think I'm dressed inappropriately. Like it's a really it's it's a struggle that's literally like affecting my relationship right. my self confidence my life like I'm kind of a bit of a hermit and what I've realized is it just keeps feeding itself because what I do like pun intended I just keep kind of wanting to stay inside eat not take care of myself and it's just like it, 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 it just it's snowballs like a, it's an effect and, and now that, I'm getting to a place where I'm like I didn't want to go to I didn't want to go to LA for Shasi's birthday because of it like it really is a thing and I think there are a lot of women probably go through this I know you did too yeah. so where do you turn the corner and how do you start to say like I'm going to 
love myself and it's because for me it's like dining is about like a weight loss and that's I, the thing it shouldn't so be about scary. weight and that's, that's the thing it's sh- what i had to do is say it's not about being the perfect weight or being skinny it's about being healthy mind body and soul like i had to get to because even when you're heavy that's not healthy right, right. for me for me no, too no, no. And i, don't I have feel aches good and pains that i'm like these are like they, like i haven't worked uh-huh. out do you ever get in like, like numb like i get tingles sometimes because yeah. that's how out of shape i am i'm so out of shape and i re- and that's where i said oh my god this is coming to a point where mentally <laughs> physically i'm actually withering away because I'm too skinny and not healthy and not eating right and I really need to take care of myself I also went and I'm okay to admit this I went through a lot of therapy I wanted to work on myself I looked at the show I can't even tell you how much I watched the show to just analyze myself and say you know what this was wrong of you you need to be a better person you need to you need to stop being insecure because your insecurities are getting the best of you and they're making you a bad person Mm -hmm. so then when I saw that I said to myself how can I be a better person being more confident about myself despite what people say right. even though I'm alone and believe me you guys I was I went through my periods alone and I felt people were judging me didn't want to hang out with me because I lost a show or because I gained weight or because what can this girl bring value she can't bring anything yeah. to the table yep. and then I thought about no I can't live like this anymore because I'm so unhappy I'm so miserable no one else is paying my bills anyway so let me just live my life authentically as possibly as I can and if that means being vulnerable so be it that's how I am because really what I feel I'm on this earth to do and I know this sounds so cheesy is to impact and help people feel better about themselves even if that means at my expense I know that sounds I I, I hope it doesn't sound that horrible but no it's just how I really authentically well that's really how you are I mean ever since like and it hurts me that you even feel that way because I don't want to cry because I don't want to also you know I had the crying thing on the show and I I worked on that too I tried to work on that I tried to work on that I swear but I can't see women like you who are so amazing feel that way. It, it hurts me. Well, listen, it hurts th- me. That's th- th- it's my job being in this position. It's my job to like learn self love because I, you know, if I'm always shitting on myself, I, it's it's like a domino effect. It has yeah. a negative impact on the audience. And some people have said to me, you know, like you shit on yourself, but your weight, your the weight you hate, is my goal weight. And I don't know if right. I'm ever gonna get there. And so that's the thing is, you know, the self loathing it does spread to other women, and it, and it just it, it's a vicious cycle. But and I'm not doing it to make anyone feel bad. feel bad. I'm actually feeling bad about myself, but it has a negative impact on other women. And so that's the one thing that makes me want to fucking stop it and find self-love but, but you've done it and so you can be my spirit animal i will but i haven't even done it fully i still work on it every day it's still a struggle and and to be honest also i think you should feel good about yourself because when i see you even on younger i saw her she, you don't you look beautiful well, you know and what your i do aura is beautiful too Thank you. that's the i detached though from myself and i've learned i taught myself i taught myself last year on younger getting younger it's not about me it's about it's about like the it's about the audience it's about mm-hmm. the fans it's about younger the actual television show it my job is to be there as a vehicle a vessel to make everybody else look good right. also when people do hair and makeup on me that's I, i'm a palette for them so i don't give a shit like you want to crimp my hair to the high heavens like they did last week you go for it you yeah. do the damn thing and and i just like i but the thing is if that was like if i was getting ready for a red carpet and that was the look i went with i would have been crying in the shower washing it out because i'm because you know I don't know why. I don't know how right. I'm able to compartmentalize. But, I mean, it. you live in fear of a bad picture, don't you? I mean, we all not when I'm do. working in that way on a red carpet because you're confident, um, on, right? On in getting a, younger, you don't. A, no, in a red on a red carpet, I'm scared about taking a bad picture. On getting younger, I don't get. I don't care if I have a double chin. I don't care how I look. I mean, I care about doing the job. Right. But when I went to Vanderpump and a camera came behind me and I was wearing my whatever outfit, my cute outfit that I picked out, I immediately felt insecure and I thought I'm going to look so fat on camera. It's so weird. I can't it's just so weird. She Beyonce you don't. feels this way too. Yes, Beyonce like this is like feels if this way. anybody feels like they're they're the only one who like am I crazy? It's like Beyonce. 
who right. is essentially perfect. You think Beyonce feels like this? Beyonce, yes, she always won't talks let, about her, it. No, her photographs, they won't let photographs that aren't approved right. get out there. Even That's she does. Crazy. Like, I, that I've, is crazy. But I've like, learned to get... It's, oh, I it's extreme, care. I mean. I don't care anymore if a photo of me gets out there without... And See, you know that's, what, I should, but that's turning a corner. No, no, no. That, no, you have to. I had to. Because there's too much stuff, and you can't micromanage it all. And, and it's it gets like, to your head so much. Well, I actually, I, I stumbled upon this meme account, okay, mm-hmm. of me, and it's not nice. A meme, meme account of you? Of you? Yeah, yeah. You probably shouldn't look at that. Well, I don't I know what that is. I, well, I, I, I looked, and then and the, and I, I don't follow it, okay? I, I looked, and then it went, it went private, thank God, and it's just, God, God, it yeah. is what it is. But it was like every bad picture I've ever taken. Like when I take a picture with the listeners, it's about the fucking listener experience. Right. It's not about yeah. if I look pretty in it or not. I'm not going to be like, delete that. I look bad. Right. And so there were pictures that I've taken with listeners over the years where I looked not great. And it was like making fun of me. And it's like, what am I going to do with that? It's like, that was the, I took a picture with the listener. I love the listener. I hope that they had a good experience meeting me. And I hope that they liked the picture. I don't really right. care what, but like, it is hard. But so I, you so I had that mentality too. You don't care. Like you have to be like, I don't care. But then what happens is, well, I don't care translated into I really don't fucking care and now I'm not trying that's why you need like a happy medium of like okay I know I have an image because I'm a public figure you're a public figure right but I also know that I can't care too much where it's going to affect my soul and my happiness because think about it when those people are making fun of you where are they right a lot of it is jealousy a lot of it is that's what I have to train myself a lot of it is jealousy or them projecting their own insecurities on you because they don't even know you from a hole in the wall and to be honest for them I don't know this is what I convince myself every day to let myself not get affected by all this negativity and what yes. people say. You know how many people said I look like a transgender, I look like a man, I look like, I mean, crazy stuff to the point where I had to really think about it. And even though I, I thought this about my own self, my nose is big. You know, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not going to get married. This is why I'm t- still single. I'm 33 and still not married. My younger sister's 20 fucking nine and she has two kids and a husband. And God bless her. Yep. Wasn't in the cards for me. But you know what? It's not because of all that. No. It's because I have to love myself first so people can love me and not love myself in a narcissistic ego way because I hate that. I, I hate I, that. I like to be down to earth. You yes, know yes, yes, yes. Um, and I, I try to be humble every day because I think that's so important to be humble, to be grateful, to be but being humble, you can still have self-love. Yes, exactly. That's so, where I'm struggling. Self-deprecating and and being humble are not the same thing. And I'm no, lost I, in that. I'm self-deprecating, but you know sometimes that's funny. You know why it works? For I you? like it though. It's I do relatable. like it. Well, but because some people are like no more self-deprecating. I'm like, well, then I can't be me. Then that's like saying don't breathe. Oh I can't. no, and you need to be you. That's where the whole self-love is. I, I had to be, try to be me, and it's like. I'll be crazy dancing on Instagram sometimes, even if I like I feel like I'm heavy, or I'll do it with my bikini just to prove a point where this is me. Yeah. Either love me or hate me, but it's me. You know what I mean? We are sadly out of okay. time. We could talk to you for. Yes. You're gonna have to come back. Yes, we'll come. Because I'll we come back. just <laughs> barely scratched the surface. I know. Chanel, where can everybody follow you? Uh, at Chanel Amari on all social media platforms and ChanelAmari.com for any updates. I just followed you on Instagram. Did you? Yes, uh, I gotta follow you back. Just followed you. Follow. And follow. also check out my series Chanel in the City. It's about you know pop culture and everything in the know. So hopefully that's on my website too and on YouTube. Yes, but I'll come back. I love your show. No, absolutely. I love come you. Back. We love Please you too. Please feel confident because you are a boss bitch and I look up to you. I told you guys. I want to be Taylor Strecker when I grow up, and I am not just saying that. I want to be. I want to be that Taylor Strecker when I grow up too. No, I want to be this Taylor Strecker right now. And Sean, I want to be both of you guys. I want to be Sean Kilby. Oh my god, my life is so easy. Really, you want my life? You really Um, do. Follow Sean by the way at Regular Sean Ryan. And speaking of which, real quick, Sean has a brand new podcast coming (gasps) out. It's dropping this week, and I. I wanted to have it out today, but just keep checking back at Radio Sean Ryan at Hold Up Pod or go to the website holdupholdup.com. It's fucking genius. It's yes. a podcast about uh, like old movies, TV shows, whatever. Hold up. 
Does it hold up? Is it good? Is it bad? And Taylor, and along my, with Taylor Donahue, yep, my girl. Are on, will be on the second. So this week's episode is Independence Day for the 4th of July. Amazing. And we had a lot of fun. That's a genius show. I was up. surprised by how well it hold up, held up. And then next week, Monday, drops the Taylor and Taylor episode of Clueless. Clueless. There will be a teaser this week, so be checking back. And I will very soon on social media and the website be giving you links to where to subscribe and download the podcast. And give those out one more time. So at Hold Up Pod on Instagram. HoldUpHoldUp.com and at Radio Sean Ryan. You can just follow me and I'll be posting all the links. I'm so excited. See? I told you. She's magic. We've got to have Chanel back on. She's really, really good. I feel like we kind of just scratched the surface. But body image, man, it is such a big thing for women and men. More so women. But definitely men struggle too. And uh, especially... On this lovely 4th of July. To me, this holiday equals being terrified of being in a bathing suit. I don't know what 4th of July represents to you. Maybe freedom. Maybe hot dogs. Maybe friends and family. Maybe having a great time. To me, it represents being terrified of having to swim in anything other than a muumuu. But um, anyway, just thinking about Chanel and her message is probably, hopefully, helping me on this lovely 4th of July. I hope you guys are having a fantastic one. Drink a little bit too much for me. Eat a little bit too much for me. But also, do both those things responsibly. Have fun. And we'll be back next Wednesday with some more delicious tidbits of The Taylor Strecker Show. Bye, guys. Hey, girl, hey. Did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass. Content with this nibble? Well, then I'll see you next Wednesday and make sure to subscribe to The Taste of Taylor podcast and follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker.